host, Dina. Hey, boy. Welcome to the show. You ready to do some podcasts? I've always wanted a challenge. <laughs> Damn. Welcome to In the Room. Season two. Slight adjustment to the environment. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. Um, so there's all these, all of these ways that I no longer need to think or feel or act or behave because I'm in a new relationship. And I think it was within the last week when we were having sex that I had this like moment where I thought, what if? He's trying to make me come as hard as I'm trying to make him come. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it seemed it seemed like a wild thought to me in the moment, because mm-hmm. when you're fucking me, I'm just like so. I shouldn't say so focused. I can find myself focused on wanting to make you come, <laughs> and it's not really like a. With you, it's not like impatience. I've had in the past where I'm like, just like calm already, like that feeling. Mm. Um, It's not really like that, but it's just this, like I know that you like to resist me trying to make you come. I know that you, (laughs) I know that you like to be able to fend that off even when we're in the middle of having sex. Some orgasmic fencing. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> we're not fucking, we're fencing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game to play. So I'm trying to get you off and you're trying to not get off, basically. Well, meanwhile, trying to get you off. Trying to get me off. <laughs> Because there's times, there's there's certain ways that I can't stimulate you. It stimulates me too much. Mm-hmm. I'll drive myself over the edge mm-hmm. trying to get you there. Like, oh, that's not fair. Yeah. But if I think I can time it just right, I'll jump over into that. And I'll like, all right, let's do this thing. Do, 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 do. Like, it's going to work. We're going to get it. She's rising up. And then hit them at the same time. Because if you can time them both, that's, the, that's when sparks fly. Yeah, so the part that, um, like, hadn't occurred to me before was this idea that, like, while we were having sex, that, like, you're not doing it to get off, that you could be doing it to try and get me off. And it sounds so, like, I've thought about this for, like, three days now. Every time I think about it, I'm like, that is so weirdly basic seems like something that I would have thought before and yet I haven't haven't actually felt that and and this isn't to say that this is overarching because like when you're touching me when you're going down on me like you can do any number of other things and I know that you're focused on my pleasure when it actually comes to you know penis in vagina sex that the feeling was this is about him getting off. I may get off in the process, but it's really about 
your pleasure. Mm. So. <laughs> I come at it from a whole different angle. Please tell me. Oh, my. I want to hear it. You want to hear it? You want to record it, too? Like you Fuck, are. yeah. <sighs> yeah. It Make is sure a, you talk into the microphone. Make sure you speak <laughs> very clearly into that microphone, sir. <laughs> Tell me your secrets. I like them. Yeah. It's actually pretty simple. It's a lot like my no reason to say no. In that... Mm, in all reality, the mind is the greatest sex organ. Everything else is second place to that. So, psychologically stimulating you is, uh, that one's definitely at the top of the list. But So when it comes to actual penis and vagina intercourse, it's another, my cock is another tool to pleasure you with. Whenever I need to get off or whenever I'm ready to, generally I can just think about it and it'll happen. It's it's there. The trick is to not think about it because there'll be times that things are going right and I'm like, oh, I could time it right now if I think about No, don't, don't do that. Don't do You know, there's like the captain of the ship. It's like, <laughs> we've got a mutiny on our hands. So... There is, uh, there is an internal battle generally too. So, But getting aligned with yourself and being in control of yourself means that everybody's on the same team and all of the thoughts that go into choices, the thinking that goes into choices all um, align with the overall scope, if you will. What team are you talking about? The one inside my head that is oh, okay. dispensable I and I was like, You're gonna have to administering uh, pleasure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I've got a lot of data to pull from, so it takes thought processes and you just kind of put personalities to the thought processes. And no, I get that. I get go. that. I thought you were saying something about us being on a team, and that was confusing mm-hmm. to me. You but were now saying that we yourself. Have more information this evening about our biological makeups are quite similar. Oh my! I'll just say that's that. a tangent. It is, but that also goes along, I think, with the feeling of oneness that we can reach between each other okay. consistently. So I haven't had the feeling of oneness when I'm with another partner in the way that I feel it with you. It's definitely unique to. Mm-hmm. To, uh, I'd agree with that. Our experience. Yeah. So, part of part of my, I almost want to call it an internal experiment. Because it's like sex is so good consistently that I'm just like, how can I make it better? Like without, I don't. I'm not really changing anything. I'm just changing my thoughts while we're having sex. We're on like a tweaking level of adjustments. Yeah. Fine-tuning. But my thoughts, I'm just realizing how much my thoughts create my experience. So like I can be going through the same motions and I can have a 
a level of great pleasure and feel like I'm having the best sex of my life. And then I change a thought like, and it's also having Mm -hmm. your voice in my head because Mm -hmm. I have these thoughts like, oh, what if he's trying to get me off as much as I'm trying to get him off? And I can just hear you saying like, fuck yeah, I'm trying to get you off. And I can feel that energy from you because you've given it to me. Just that like overflow of adoration and I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. So I just know that that's how you feel about me. And so I would expect the way that you fuck me to be in integrity with that. And so in that moment, like I can feel and know that that's true, that you're not focused on your own sensation or pleasure but that that's just a natural byproduct and I think that's for both of us like pleasing you pleases me and for you pleasing me pleases you definitely so you just have this loop because yeah and that's kind of we talked about the one of the basis or the foundation of our relationship is that understanding that we can have that exchange with each other basically I'll do you, you do me, and promise not to do anybody else. Let me discuss it first, and we're off to the races. So, all right. Oh, my. Yeah. So, having that, um, having that, like, ability to kind of think through that and, and know what you would, um, how you would respond to that allows me to feel even more feels like the experience I feel the experience more fully that sounds weirdly poetic but yeah like accurate though it's not shaded or it's not jilt tilted or it's like I get to experience more of your experience of it too so if you can imagine like for some reason I get this image of like there's a movie you're really excited is coming out and you take your best friend and you meet them at the theater and like they're running a little late they're they seem stressed about something but won't tell you what's up they're just acting like everything's fine but you know something happened and you watch the whole movie and like they're not really laughing with you they're not really like into the movie and you're like we've been looking forward to this movie for like six months like what is up you both watched the same movie you both know the whole thing but like your experience of it was so different and you can feel that when someone next to you is having a different experience I would agree whereas if you go to that movie and you both are totally into it and laughing and like hitting each other in the arm like did you see that like that's a totally different experience to be with that person. I would agree. For both of you. So I feel like sex is very much that way. Where if you're both doing the same thing and not feeling each other's like feelings in it, then it's just a different experience. Yeah. It's not that the movie wasn't bad just because the person was sad. They may 
later go, that was my favorite movie of the year. And you're like, you didn't even fucking laugh. And they were like, it was an awesome movie, you know? So, yeah, so different experiences. But the more that I'm able to, the more that I'm able to have almost like empathic thoughts, right? Like have thoughts with your thoughts in a way that they are the thoughts that I want because like those thoughts are more joyful or more pleasurable or happier than the ones that I have. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you're uh, essentially creating a thought loop or a, or a, mm. a book to kind of look through of thoughts that lead you more in the realm of pleasure yeah. in search of finding the easiest orgasm to reach or the quickest or most efficient or it's whatever patterns that you would put together so you could reach the goal that you wanted to reach so yeah. to speak fine tuning there's um, it's like when you have a really anxious mind and you worry about things you get really really good at obsession agreed if you can learn to take that energy and turn it towards things that you want to be obsessed with. Oh, yes. It's quite a skill to have. You get a really different result in your life. Agreed. So if I'm obsessed with things that nourish me and recharge me and make me happy and... Then you are all of those. Yeah. To an obsessive level. So instead of worrying about like instead of worrying about my partner and their state of happiness and worrying about things that need to be taken care of and like people pleasing kind of energy, like people pleasing is kind of a very worrying <laughs> energy. Oh, yeah. You're always Keeps worried you about busy. what other people are going to think. Too busy to think about all the other things you don't want to think about. Yeah. Makes people pleasing worth it. So I'll if you can worry in the dif- in a different direction, Mm-hmm then you can get a different result. And getting there, like, you have to turn each thought around one at a time. Yeah, it's like brushing hairs individually. Yes, that's exactly what I was just seeing was mm-hmm. hairs. One hair at a time. Yeah. Like counting rice, it takes one forever to, time, yeah. to add it all up, but it's like that's the only way to do it. So... When you've done that work for a while, you start to really see it, and then it accumulates. And I feel like I'm seeing my work accumulating, and it gets exciting, and I want to do it more. (laughs) So, like, when we've talked about just the thought that you're at work thinking about me. Yeah. Like, fuck, I don't think that often enough. I kind of need to practice that thought a little more often because the feeling of that thought and then eventually the belief that to the point where I could tell my friends, he thinks about me all day at work. Mm. And just know that that's true. Like I have to practice that thought and, and really believe that. You could actually do that. And I never think that. Or believe it or repeat it. Oh my. 
countless text messages throughout the day don't count. Right. But I'm saying when I don't, if I'm not practicing that thought, if I've never had a man in the past mm. tell me, I think about you all day at work, Fair enough. then it doesn't matter how many texts I get. It doesn't register as he's thinking about me. Yes. It registers as like, I sent him a text, so he has he's something to reply to. Yeah. Wow. That's how like, that's how deep that kind of anxiety runs where it's uh-huh. like, if you don't feel like you're enough or you don't feel worthy or you don't feel deserving or you just don't understand how the other person feels about you or thinks about you, you won't make that shit up. You don't make up positive shit for other people to think about you. You make up all the negative shit. You think people don't like me because of this. I'm too intimidating. I'm too loud. I'm too outspoken. I like, I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm, I'm not enough this. I'm not enough that. That's all the shit that we make up in our heads. I'm not sitting here all day making up things in my head like, he probably thinks I'm the sexiest lady, lady on this planet. He probably has never wanted a woman so much before in his life. <laughs> He's probably never appreciated someone who's been so grateful to have somebody who, you know, does takes this blank space. Yeah, yeah, does all of these things. So that's not what I'm <sighs> thinking. I'm thinking all of the negative stuff. So yeah, then you'd the, understand how much pull you have over me if you were like doing all of them. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you bring a lot to the table. Thank you. Mm, thank you for bringing it to my table. <laughs> mm, so these are thoughts I'm practicing. I know. New thought work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like how do I take my pleasure to the next level? <laughs> mm. Yeah. About to find out. It just makes everything in life so much better because I agree I just see I can see and feel those principles applying in other areas too like with my kids being like I've got great kids and how do I make this even better how do I make life simpler more present and more yeah. pleasurable for I'm living everyone. in a world right now that's very easy for me to get caught up into the drama of life that's outside of my control. Mm-hmm. And when it influences what we have going on, it sends a red flag up to me and I maintain a boundary or barrier that's far enough away from our relationship. You know, I was talking about bringing work home with me to make sure that I Mm, leave as much work at work as I can because I don't want to bring that into our, into our pattern, into our loop, into our pool, whatever you want to call it, area. Mm -hmm. So I want to keep that energy on the outside of that. Yeah. Because I, you know, I do take this as a priority, as a level of importance. my stress levels down it's also important for my health i know that a stressful human being is not a healthy one so a lot of people don't take the time (laughs) to realize they're under stress so yeah and i think that with stress it's like 
when you have that level of stress, you can't really get into pleasure in the same way. I would agree. So I think it's it's interesting to see on how many levels and in how many different ways. Um, like play- prioritizing your nervous system. Oh Lord, we can go off on a whole other podcast. An impact. I was just going to get into the pleasure over, um, yeah, using pleasure to offset it, anxiety or worries or any mm. of that kind of stuff. You know, uh, it, yeah. it's pleasure can be used medicinally in a way. Yeah, well, you can only not perceive that it's the healthiest way, but yeah. There's something about the neuroreceptors of pain and pleasure. Like, you can only yeah. use them... So much and then... Yeah, so much in one direction at a time. Which is why, say, in labor, it's possible for a woman to have an orgasmic labor. Because if she gets all those sensations lined up going in the direction of pleasure... Yeah. Then and it feels very different. Mm. Mm. Good talk. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Man, this one should go in the book. Maybe it will. Or the second book. (laughs) I sure liked writing with you. I did enjoy writing with you as well. 16K words in the books. Yeah, that was a good one. It's a good weekend. I'm on midway through chapter two doing some work on chapter two, which is my pussy is a prize. <laughs> so. Oh boy. Drive some chauvinist fucking wild. Alright. Alrighty. <laughs> Yawns and good night. Mm. From our bed to yours. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. <laughs> From our bed to yours. It's all about being positive. Except for when the reviews are negative. And then we laugh at them. I'm not going to talk about negative reviews right now. And toast the uh, fuck you champagne. Oh, yes. The last time we did that, you broke the glass. (laughs) It was so full of fucks that it exploded. So leave us a review and help other... Uh, fantastic and crazy folks out there find yeah. our show. Maybe we'll make a couple pennies enough to buy a new champagne glass. The <laughs> <laughs>